Selena Mastroianni, who I met through the scene while she was singing and I was DJing some London gig, has graced us in 2020 with nine new singles, not including the remixes. After years of performing as a backing singer for Rita Ora and Kesha, she has worked alongside Daniel Villa, Philip George, Daz, Calvo, and even her smash hit, Is It Real?, with Tob Tok, Oliver Nelson, and Simon Phil, which has clocked nearly 6 million streams. Series 2 with Jagged Jungle is graced with her talented presence, which you can also watch via YouTube, Jaylee Music. Today, she talks about her singles, how 2020 has been a positive impact on not just her music, but her mental health, and how she got to where she's standing today. This is out now on Mixcloud, Soundcloud, and Apple Podcasts. You're listening to Jaylee with Jagged Jungle. How are you, babe? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Let me just Thanks for having me. I know. I'm so happy you're here. And she came all the way from North London. Big up, North London. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my hood, though, you see. North London's the one. Oh, it's your trip here. Was it a bit different? That's fine. Easy. Yeah. Easy as pie. I'm not allowed to touch you, I just realised. Uh, yeah, but you've had it, right? So have I. Yeah. Seems like a distant memory now, though, because yeah. mine was in March. I think because nobody knew what it was. I remember calling the doctor being like, I have it. It's this. <laughs> and no, no smell yes, of case. We and, spoke. Yeah, I really. Yeah, we were like, and they were like, they laughed at me. I know. Yeah. Everyone was like, no, you definitely haven't got it. I said, but I haven't got any taste or smell. And loads of my friends have got this as well. And they said, no, it's not a symptom. You've just got the flu. Yeah, I was really serious about not seeing my mum and dad like yeah. for a while. I was just like, I can't risk it. You've got to be good with it. Got to yeah. be good with it. But yeah, no. Are you gonna have the jab? I'm not really a vaccine-y, vaccine-y yeah. person. Because I'm really scared it's a tracker, and they're like... Tracking I know, us. that's what people that's, that's what people say, is like, oh, it's all along... I've seen people on, you know, the social media... Yeah. Um, you know, whizzes, always going on um, saying, oh, my God, I, I predicted this would happen, and they're going to put trackers in us, and... But, you know what? I just... I try and stay away from all of that, and to be honest, I don't like taking, like... A headache pill if I've got a headache. Yeah. The thing is, I don't mind paracetamol and ibuprofen. Like, I always am like, there's no point suffering. Yeah. Let's go into it. Yeah. But at the same time, yeah, you're just like, what am I feeling myself? No one knows. Did you listen to Kanye West's podcast with um, oh. uh, Joe Rogan? And he was talking about it. He's like, everybody uses medicine every day. And he's like, what do you mean? He's like, even, did you wear deodorant today? Did you brush your teeth? That's a chemical. And I was like, oh my god, it's so true. Yeah, but I wear salt of the earth deodorant, which is a natural deodorant. What's your brush your teeth with? Colgate. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. So this is Selena. Hello. I can't pronounce her last name. Mastro Iani. Mastroianni. Mastroianni. <laughs> Italian. Quick going back to the stages of how I know this young lady is somebody kept saying, you look so much like this chick, she's yeah. a singer. About six people, wasn't one, wasn't two. We went to the same gym, never crossed paths, ever. Yeah. And met you randomly at a gig. She was singing it and I was DJing it. And yeah. I was like... And my boss at the time was like, that's your twin. Yeah. I said, oh my God, it's Jaylee, I know her. Yeah. And then I walked into Abby the other day and he was like, Selena! <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hi, how are you? <laughs> So it, I just love made that. Me, it just made me laugh because I was like, oh my gosh. It's so true. There's no better person I'd like to be my twin, so. No, yeah. <laughs> no. We're touched again. You've been <laughs> so busy in 2020. And you I said have. to me before you came on, you were like, this year's been great for me. So that's a positive. It really is, you know, and you can't deny there's been a lot of shit this year. You know, people losing their lives, their jobs, their livelihoods, and 
But I actually have had one of the strongest years of my life this year. I know. And it's been, um, it's been really rewarding for me. So I can't hate 2020 that much. Okay. I've got a lot to be thankful for. So, um, although I had the bloody virus in March, but, you know, mm -hmm. thank God I, I survived it. Yeah. Um, it's been amazing. I, I managed to sort of... Um, I was in a bit of a sticky area with my job. I... I I wanted to kind of leave the function side. I wanted to be an artist. I wanted to write my own stuff. And mm -hmm. I was getting good with it. You know, I was having some releases out and things which were doing really well and um, getting a lot of streams and things. But I wasn't dedicating all my time there because I was just so tired from working. And yeah, that's gig, what you know I what gig life's like. It's just so tiring. Well, I'm making more music now than I've ever made. Yeah. Like producing. I never had the time to sit down and work on be, stuff. Just be creative. But you come off a gig and you are so fatigued and you just need to rest and you need to go to the gym. You need to drink enough water. You I know. know. Like, there's all these life things that get in the way. You know, when I did come back home, all I wanted to do was just sit on my couch, watch some Towie or Kardashians. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, no, it was uh, coming back to where I am now. Like, so I did, you know, weddings and corporate events, and I was just so tired. So I just come sit on the sofa, and I wouldn't be creative. Mm -hmm. So now, this when lockdown happened, I didn't have a studio set up or anything. And mm -hmm. I said to my producer, I was like, "What am I going to do? Like, I, I can't sing live. I can't write with you because it's lockdown." I'd normally go to his house and write. He's got a studio. And I was like, what do I do? He's like, just buy yourself a little setup. So I bought myself an iMac, um, um, uh, mic and headphones. And that's all I needed. It was amazing. And I just went from there. Did you do USB mic or Focusrite? With, uh... Uh, I couldn't even tell you. I just, mm -hmm. My manager just sent me a link, bought it, little interface. It's perfect. perfect, honestly. And it gives me... My producer's like, your vocals sound amazing on it. Like, better oh, than his amazing. mics. Um, Sometimes <clears> when you find your mic, like... I have the Neumann U87 and it's like <clears throat> top end, but I really like using Behringer on my voice. For Mine's so Behringer cheap. Is like, oh, and yeah, it's like 90 quid. Yeah. And it works. To me, I feel, I feel like that compared to the £4,000 yeah. that I also have. The Neumann is, is nice though. It is nice, but it's it picks up so much. Yeah. I feel like rougher mics can hide a few. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. It, on top of the unlimited plugins that you yeah. can also track. <laughs> It is good though, like just to have a setup at home that I can just go up to the spare room, put on my candles, and just be creative on my own. And yeah. and I wrote about I'm not joking about 25 songs in lockdown. Oh my god! I was just like, bah, bah, bah. Them out the bag. yeah, and yeah. and um, then Ultra, my publishing label, sort of came forward and you know wanted to get some Zoom meetings in with me and. We had a little chat, and then they ended up signing me, yes. which was amazing. I saw it, and you did this big speech yeah. in your car. Oh, like, oh my lawyer! I'm so happy, and I was like, oh! Because do you know what? It has taken me so damn long to get here. I mean, I've yeah, been let's writing. Go, let's go way back, because you started. You were doing X Factor. You've done Eurovision. <laughs> you've done it all. Oh my god! You've you've done the weddings. Yeah. And. It's been a journey. It has been a journey. It hasn't yeah. been, and you just come through, and people are like, oh, she's a new artist. I'm not new, mate. I'm not new at all. It's like the same with my, one of my best friends, Kelly Lee, who yeah. is a really established artist now, and, you know, she was on tour with Adele for uh, a few years, doing a world tour and stuff like that. So I've done the same. I did backing vocals and mm -hmm. loads of function singing. I've been doing this for, like, ten years. Yeah. And, um, been You're a performer. Yeah. But it's great, because I've kind of done the reverse side. I've done the live stuff, so I've practised all the live performance and now I'm not scared of going on stage and singing my songs yeah. you know this just comes naturally to me so I've kind of done it the reverse way yeah. 
Yeah. So no time has been wasted. It's all been used really well. Yeah. But it's been amazing. Like, so, yeah, I started doing the function stuff and then... But I went to uni as well. I did two degrees. I did a fashion degree. And then it was kind of one of those where I was so scared to go to uni. And I was like, what am I doing with my life? And then after I finished my fashion degree, I came out and I was like, I don't, I don't want to do fashion. Yeah. Then I went to the ICMP college in Kilburn. Mm -hmm. And I did a degree there. And I did that for like three years. Um, came out with a degree. That went by like that. Came out with another degree. And I was like, well, what? How many degrees do you have? I've got two. Wow. And I was like, what the hell am I going to do? Because I'm still not ready for the big wide world yet. <laughs> I wanted to stay in college forever, basically. And um, then I sort of met Kelly, uh, did some writing uh, at a studio that she was also working at, met her, became like the best of friends, and she put me up for an audition for Rita Ora. Mm -hmm. I got the job, and I was on tour with her for about two and a half, three years. Wow. Yeah, that was really, so cool. really cool. And then... Um, after that, I did Robbie Williams for about a year, mm -hmm. which was also amazing. Then I just did like loads of different backing vocal work, like Graham Norton shows and yeah. the function side of the BV world sort of took over and I just kind of got submerged in that because it was where the money was. And, you know, my husband and I were buying a house and we needed all the money we could get for the mortgage and stuff. So, you know, I didn't really have the time to sort of create and then... I met my manager in 2017 and he introduced me to my producer who I've been working with ever since and it was really those two who believed in me mm -hmm. and sort of envy EMV so Reese Pullinger EMV yeah, yeah. We, we went from there I was doing a lot of writing with my manager because he's also a musician yeah. and then my producer um, I was in like every week with him just writing 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 just doing bits in here bits in there and then I got my first feature release That's which amazing. was in 2018 wow. with my little baby called Volcano which is one of my favourite features actually really yeah with I am Anthony Harm and uh, Chris Reeve and um, it just really, really, I love it. Check it out, guys. It's, it's a really cute little track. Um, and then from there, it kind of just went on. So me and Reese would just write all the time. And then I'd have other writers come in. I'd go to little writing sort of camps here and there. Are and they based in North London? or? Um, most of them actually were. Yeah, I was really lucky with how far I had to travel. Yeah. Others were sort of, I, I think I did a camp recently that was in Woking. But that's the furthest I've had to travel. And luckily I can drive. So... It's not too bad. But yeah, since then, it's just been amazing. And then obviously I have my lawyer to... Because obviously these, these contracts were coming in and... You had no idea. I can't, I can't read a contract. I'm like, what am I signing my life away to? Exactly. And you hear so many stories Horror in this, stories. this awful stories that I said to my manager... Uh, luckily, I had a lawyer from when I was previously managed and to get me out of that contract. And he was amazing. Yeah. So I actually rang him back and they they took me on and they were just so supportive and they yeah. did Ed Sheeran's Divide album wow. so they're big time yes, lawyers you know they know what they're doing yeah they knew know. they knew their shit how little how small you know it, how big yeah they know it it just really was amazing when it was kind of like a little triangle around me I had my manager my producer and my lawyer mm. and it was the minute I signed my publishing label it, me and my manager were like oh we did it. It was such a... How did you celebrate? Oh, well, we couldn't because it was lockdown. Oh. So. <laughs> we should get a champagne I, right it now. Was, actually, it was just before the second lockdown. I went in and signed. We've yet to have our little 
celebration. You need a Christmas one. Oh, Love my Christmas. God. Give me Christmas, all of it. And then you need to do a Christmas album. We've spoken about this. Yeah. I'm dying to do a Christmas song, actually. Next year, I'll, I'll crack Start on Start writing them now and then by next year yeah. and release it because they take ages. Yeah, I know. Perfect it. Yeah. So I did a bit of research and noticed you worked with Avion. Yeah. And he and me trained together to DJ. Did you? Were, yeah, when we were really, really young. I did like, it was like a quick, basically his, he was signed to Spinning, I think, at the time. Yeah. And they, they got him to go and do this like day, day thing. And I came and it was me and him. Amazing. And it was so funny when I saw you work with him because I remember he was yeah. like 14 then or something. He was so young. He is so quite, he's still quite young, isn't he? Really, really young. He's like, he's really cool. And yeah. um, that's that, that track. One of your first releases on Spotify. Yeah, it was one of my, I think it was like my third yeah. up on you. Yeah. It was it's a good track. I, I liked it. Today. You can still release it today. Yeah. It's great. I really liked it. And he kept in one of my licks that I, one of my little runs that I did, which I was really hoping would stay, and he did. And I was like, yes. Yeah. So, yeah, thanks, Avian. Yeah. How um, did you meet him? I haven't met him. you never met him? No, never met him. And that's what happens with these writing mm. things, you know. You don't actually meet a lot of people. You, you actually do it sort of through recommendation and labels hooking you up and but you meet them either like on FaceTime for example when I had my track with Philip George mm -hmm. I met him on FaceTime yeah and we had a really nice sort of chat about the track and um he was lovely I've so seen that music video everywhere I love it it's great oh my god it was amazing because that's when they did it in the first lockdown and they're a couple oh, it's yeah. when you literally couldn't meet up with anyone, you couldn't even go out your house without, I mean, I think work was really happening. It was scary, I remember going shopping and like, you'd get in and I'd be like, change our clothes, let's change our oh, clothes. Oh yeah, oh you yeah. Strip and then That's, yeah. wash your hands. I know it was so stupid because we had it as well, but. I was cleaning all the food packages with Dettol wipes yeah. and my husband was just like, relax, you know, you don't have to do it. I was like, no. And also, do you, especially because you have dogs yeah. and cats and then like apparently that they catch COVID. Well, I was really obsessed with reading up on that because, obviously, my little sausage dog is, like, the most precious thing in the world. Lenny. Cats as well, but Lenny is amazing. So I was reading all these articles about if animals could catch it. I was like, don't, don't come near me. But they couldn't. Yeah. It's, it's very rare. I think one cat caught it here and then a cheetah or something caught it. And yeah. I was like, well, I got scared because we're getting a puppy on Thursday and Barney's in Poland at the moment. So I was like... You are not, because apparently, if, when he comes back, he needs to quarantine. quarantine for two weeks still. Yeah. But the dog is in Wales. So I have mm. to go to Wales to get in. I don't want him to be in the car if we get pulled over. Yeah. Boy, you. Yeah. In the house. Yeah. So I said to him, I'll go get the dog. Yeah. You stay at home and... Um, you get the dog all to yourself, though. Yeah, I get him for three days without him, which I'm kind of sad about, because he will get to experience all the things that I want to, like... And it's so weird. He will. He will. Do you think... Yeah. 100%. I've got baby gates. Keep them in, in yeah. the family. You have to keep them in one place. Like yeah. There's too many sensories. Or something. Oh, enjoy those sleepless yeah. nights as well. I know. You're going to love it. <laughs> 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 I'm just like, I just need like... What did you do? 
I'll give you all my tricks. Yes, please. I'm like the dog whisperer. My friend's oh. got a puppy now. She's like, what do I do? And I was like, do this, do this. And she's like, oh my God, you're like the dog whisperer. Well, lockdown is great because you get to educate yourself in so much more. Yeah. Like, I've become so much of a better producer than I was before lockdown. Yeah. And I feel like, cool, I think I've got a place in the game now because of what I'm creating. And yeah. I'm super excited. I'm kind of holding it back, being like, oh, my baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait. Um, until it's like but the time ready. is now. What made me realise about this lockdown is, Christ, there's no other time but now. What mm. the hell are you waiting for? Just I do think, it. I think I want to do an EP and release five, like bam, 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 bam. I want it to be all, all ready. Yeah, just do it. If it taught me anything, is that I'm not going to hold no, back anymore, yeah. and I'm going to do the things that I want to do. Yeah. Not you know, life is. Too, I always say this, but life is too short. Yeah. You know, you just don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, and you know we're getting older by the. By the day. Do you regret anything? Never have any regrets, ever. Ever? No. Nope. So good. So you don't re regret getting two degrees? Do you wish you started earlier? Do you wish you did anything differently? No, because I think... You love the journey that you've done. I wouldn't be here. I'd be in such a different place. I wouldn't have met my husband yeah. if I did something different. I wouldn't have met my manager. I wouldn't have yeah. been signed by now or... Maybe I would, I don't know, but the fact is that I'm genuinely really happy. Yeah. But I think it's really important never to have any regrets because I really believe life is all planned out for you anyway. You've mm -hmm. just got to ride that wave. Mm -hmm. You know, just go, go down that road and enjoy it. That's a good little quote. Yeah. yeah. Best song you've done this year in 2020? Released? Released. Same love. Really? Yeah. That's had so many releases. Also. Remixes. Five? Remixes? Yeah, but also a song called Say, I really like. Yeah. Which didn't actually get playlisted on Radio 1 or anything, but it, it is actually one of my faves. It's your baby? Not my baby. I'd say my baby is my first ever feature, Volcano, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what you yeah. I just love it. I have got another baby, um, Is It Real? Yeah. That, that's nearly got me six million streams. I know. That's insane. That's one of your, I've got a game about you. Oh, really? Yeah, so your game is... Oh, precisely how many streams? No, I'll, I'm going to get it up now. now. I'm going to take this jacket off now, because I'm pretty hot. It's hot in here. It's a hot Just do a little house. costume change. I'm basically wearing, like, my sweats from home. Matching shoes as well. I know. Do you know what? I thought I'd go all cream for the occasion. OK, Selena, you're back. I'm back. She is back. And so. is there anybody that you would love to work with? The dream. Oh, good. It's a very good question. What, in dance or...? Well, anyone? looking back... Oh, OK, God. let's go back to the 90s. Yeah, come on. Young Selena, what was her goal? Who did she want to be? Who did she want to...? <laughs> you, really, you know it, though, don't you? you I don't know. know. I kind of am like, do I? Christina Aguilera. I wanted to be Britney. Did you? Yeah, loved her. To this day, even if I'm down or if I'm feeling really shit or, like, even if I'm in a fierce mood, mm -hmm. I will put her stripped album on. Really? Uh, yeah. So I went to her concert, because my friend Katie Holmes did her backing vocals <laughs> recently, and I dragged Kelly there to mm -hmm. Birmingham. It was the only place I could go on yeah. that date. Dragged Kelly, probably cried for the whole concert. <laughs> and Kelly looked at me like... Kelly was like, are you all right, Sales? I was like, Kels, I can't. I'm just... This has just honestly been years in the making. Like, I, <laughs> yeah. I need to see her. I need, but the best thing about that was I was like a stone's throw away. Yeah. And Katie got, she like delivered on seats. It was amazing. Oh I, was, I was just 
in all. She did all her classics. She did all her classics. Not okay. not one though, which was my one of my favourites, singing my song, which is at the end of the track, oh. right at the end of the album, and I was just like. Please sing that song, please sing that song, but she didn't. But it's okay, yeah. because all the confetti sprayed over us, and I collected it all, and I framed it, and I put it on. I mean, watching her Instagram, her voice still, you're just like, what her trills. And when she's in rehearsals, uh, even her backing singers are insane. Oh, they're, they're nuts. Like, it's just I met them level. as well after. Did you? Oh, my God, they're just insane. Duet. Christina Aguilera. Yeah. Oh, my God, I died. And now, as um, looking at all the DJs in the world, who would you like to... Collaborate with. Come on. <laughs> you. Yeah. Um, I would love to collaborate with Paul Wolford, maybe. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'd See, love I kind of contacted him a few times because I was doing the Head Candy radio show. Yeah. And he'd always message me saying, thanks for that, because we would literally pump his tunes. Really? Yeah. So I'll, I'll message him and say, mate, you should work with Selena. Yes. Put it through. Do it. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to, because um, yeah. that last track he did with Karine Lomax was... Insane. Just genius. He's just so... He, I'm, I'm so glad he's getting the recognition now that he yeah. deserves. Again, like, you hear them on the radio, and you like, I've, we've known these people for a very long time, and then you're yeah. like, oh, my God, yes, they're on Capsule, they're on Kiss, this is yeah. amazing, they're finally yeah. hitting it. It's the nicest, it's the nicest feeling when, yeah, because when... I keep saying Kelly, but she's... Yeah. she's worked so damn hard well, she did Duke Dumont didn't she she did and she didn't get credited on it no and, no you know but she did a show with Mr Jam recently she she was interviewed by him and she he's awesome he's amazing he's I mean what a nice guy it's hilarious um you know she was on his radio show like talking about her journey and you know systemic racism and stuff within the music industry so it was you know it's amazing when when you do see your friends on well-deserved platforms yeah. that you just think yeah this is brilliant like rooting for them like come on yes hopefully I'll and it's be... your best friend as well yeah hopefully i will be not too long behind her well you're not i've seen you everywhere the music videos getting played i went to a gym a few months ago i was, was in, in the gym. gym and you Yay. were in the gym oh amazing and i was like she's killing it <laughs> so we're gonna do this quiz now do it okay you ready how well does selena know herself this is the game we're playing very good it's only five questions you've got to get five out of five i reckon three Okay, so how many releases have you done in 2020? Releases. Releases? I think it's two. Two? I know, I've done loads. I've done loads. Oh my God, I've done loads. <laughs> I'm an idiot. Um, let's say, set price, some love. Four. I'm going to say four. He's done eight. Eight releases? Spotify says we've done eight releases in 2020. That's not even including the remixes. Oh, my God. She'll count them. She'll yeah, see. well, eight. Yeah, she's like, where are my fucking royalties? <laughs> it's my thing. I can swear, everyone. Hello. I'm just <laughs> calling up PRS. <laughs> nice. Sacrifice. Yeah, that's the latest. Same love. Yeah. Movie. Yeah. Say. Say, yeah. I just got two. How could I have forgotten that one? Testify. Testify. Good life. Good life. <laughs> oh, and Remedy, nine! Freaking nine! Yes, girl! How could I have forgotten? Do you know what? It's because... So that's wrong. Wrong! Yeah. Jamie, one. That was um, a big... One nil. A big strike as well. I'm so sorry for all of the four. ones that I've forgotten as well, because they're like sick tracks. I mean, all of them are just great. I loved... 
every single one of them. So, which you, so your favourite was Same Love. Same Love. Do you know what? I really did like Remedy and Say mm. as well. I mean, I every single one you release, I'm like, Jesus, testifies good though. Testify like, released my inner diva. Yeah, really yeah. did. Yeah. Okay. Next. What year did you compete in X Factor? 2012. <clears throat> uh, yes, 2012. Is it? Yeah. 2014. Ah! It says six years ago. No. Have I got that wrong? I think that's wrong. It's 2012. I'm going to prove this because I know it was a year after I met my husband. Please be right. <laughs> oh, no, no. Selena appeared on the X Factor back in 2012. Oh, that way I go wrong. Thank you, Google. Okay, I knew it was 2012. 2014 is all on YouTube saying just released. No. How was the experience? Uh, hilarious. Yeah. I mean, God, how young was I then? Uh, was it eight years ago? Yes. Christ, twenties. It was funny because they interviewed me before I went onto the. I basically got scouted and shoved through a load of auditions and I went on to the main so I did like one audition and then I went on to the main O2 oh, arena wow. so I didn't do all of those little things I think you did O2 Shit. I did I went on the main was that the, the finals kind of like when they did no it? so I only got as far as to boot camp okay and I got to the end of boot camp did you then... have to do this chair thing where they had to choose no the thank thing. god that wasn't my year my year was way before that it was <sighs> a, I was on James Arthur's year oh I see right and I went in, to, I got interviewed by the Daily Mail or something or some paper and mm -hmm. they said to me like, oh, how's the experience? Now, basically, they shoved you in like the car park mm -hmm. in the beginning and they just made you wait for about eight hours before you got called on stage. And I said, you know, whatever, they said, oh, what's your, um, what's your advice for anyone who wants to become a, an artist? And I said, look, it's not, nothing's going to be glamorous when you start like any job, you know, you're mm -hmm. going to have to start from the bottom and work your way up. I said, for example, look, we're sitting in a car park. Um, there's port-a-loos. There's no like actual toilets. So you've just got to accept that you've got to start from below, which is mm -hmm. true, right? Mm -hmm. Well, they then took my interview and was like, well, she said that, oh, it's not glamorous at all. I mean, God, we had to get our food from Marks and Spencers and we had to go use toilet like port-a-loos and... And I was thinking, do you know what? I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do any more interviews because they're gonna twist it. And I remember on the phone when they called me as well. They said, "Oh, who do you aspire to be?" And I said, "Well, I'd love to be as big as Beyonce." And they said, "All oh, right, so you think you're like Beyonce?" And I was like, "No, I'd like to be as I big." Yeah. They said, "Right." And back then, Beyonce was huge, absolutely huge. She just released her Beyonce, was it? wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was, I know she was massive then. And, and I remember them just coming back to this question being like, so you think you're as good as Beyonce? And I said, no, 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 please stop saying that because I didn't, I didn't say yeah. that. So after those two instances, I was like, you know what, I'm just going to lay low. I'm just going to, I actually sat in the toilets the whole time on boot camp. I just yeah. sat in there and I sat on the, like where we ate our lunches and stuff. I just sat. I didn't, you didn't want to. I did not want that fame. I, yeah. As in like that fake fame. Yeah. Um, and I got to the end of boot camp on my own credit, on my own merit even, and uh, that was it. I was on my merry way. And it was very... Like, I'm running out of here. Yeah. Let's I mean, go. I was gutted. I, I have to say I was gutted because I really wanted to go through to Judge Houses, but I'm, I'm so grateful that I didn't. And um, yeah. I met some great people on that gig and, um, you know, some amazing characters on there, mm. such as Rylan Clark, which I adore to this day. Oh, really? Yeah, he's... I mean, he, he won't remember me, but... We, we had a couple of laughs on 
boot camp and he, he's just I love watching him on TV I think yeah. he's brilliant the experience of the whole show was good but not not much else yeah Eurovision was a different story in the sense that Is that the following year 2017 that was is that the next question no <laughs> most streamed song on Spotify is it real yeah perfect oh god okay how many streaming numbers though five million I'm gonna go with 752. Oh, so close. Right. 5,743,155. Because I looked at it last night and I was like, I said to Steph, I was like, oh my God, my, um, is it real's got nearly 6 million streams. Yeah. And I've just... It's probably a bit more now since I've played a few today. <laughs> and what year did your debut EP come out? Oh my <laughs> God. Feeling Good came out. 2015. Yes. Congratulations. <laughs> you got one wrong. You know yourself so well. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> that EP. Why are you blushing? I just can't stand that front cover. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, but it was in trend though. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. And do you know what? That was, um, I did that all myself. My producers at the time loved them both. The Next Room producers, Bobby and Richie, did it with me. I funded it myself, and MC Neat featured on my tracks. Wow, so, that's pretty cool, isn't oh it? Oh, my God, two of them. Wow. So he is another... I'm a massive garage girl. Yeah. To have him on two of my tracks, not one but two, and we did a music video, yeah. was just... You did a music video? We did a music video, oh, and it's really, really good. I really like it. Oh, wow. I still love it to this day, so check it out. Feeling Good, Selena Mastriani featuring MC Neat. I didn't actually see that. It's not actually on my YouTube, it's on someone else's, but it's it's really cool. I can't believe you did so well. You know yourself very well. Thanks. Apart from eight, nine releases this year, that's mad. Nine releases. Oh, my God. That really, that makes me feel really proud. That is, you should be freaking proud. It really does. Because you, you kind of, because everything is so fast-paced... You kind of forget how um, well you've done. And I think that's where people really beat themselves up sometimes. They don't actually sit back and appreciate how much work yeah. they've done. And Especially from being <clears throat> in this year has been so tough for a lot of people with mental health. How's your mental health been? Oh, um, well, actually, that's a, that's a really... I'm glad you asked because I, I suffer with anxiety really bad. And it's, this is something I'm really passionate on. I hope to one day help people with mental health because I've gone through it um, and I'm actually on medication now for okay. it so and I feel like a brand new person I feel mm -hmm. so much happier but I actually have suffered with anxiety for eight years what kind of like strength? what like worry not not depressive mm -hmm. like I'm not, I'm not depressed I never I've always been like a love myself kind of person I've never disliked myself but I've always had that worry aspect of anxiety so worrying about the what ifs that haven't happened mm -hmm. driving myself nuts at night couldn't sleep i'd worry about things you know it's so stupid but i would just sit in bed and i'd worry about my dog getting stolen or i'd worry about oh i have the same thing i'd worry about yeah. someone just coming and stealing my dog i'd worry about getting burgled in the middle of the night i'd worried about um, like thinking of the poor cows going on to the slaughterhouse that night because they do it at night and i would my head would be spinning and it would be ridiculous thoughts like that. And then lockdown came in, and obviously my husband came and worked from home. Now, he hasn't worked from home for nine years. I've known him for nine years. And, we, you know, we were put in a situation where we were around each other 24 hours a day, 
seven days a week. It was just a change in routine and mm -hmm. we were niggling at each other and really started to heat up and to the point where I was I was just going mental, like yeah. it, just driving myself nuts and then I would take it out on him. Yeah. So my anxiety would go to worry, to anger, to then crying and I would just lash out and I'd get violent sometimes and April came and it, it was just really bad to the point where, you know, he turned around to me and he said, I can't, I can't stay married to you if this isn't fixed because this is hurting me. And it was that point where I was like, wow. oh my God, enough's enough. You know, I've had CBT therapy for eight years and it, it got me to an amazing place, but mm -hmm. there was just this one brick wall that was just really stopping me from just being free, you know? Yeah. And I spoke to a professional psychiatrist who's amazing and she actually d described it as it's, it's actually a chemical imbalance. It's nothing that you can control. Yeah. It's a physical chemical Especially imbalance. being a female. Yeah, and people don't, you know, I was so like, no, I'm fine, I could do this myself. And yes, I could have all the CBT therapy I could, I could have and it was amazing. Mm -hmm. But then there'll be, you know, I'd go a month or two down the line and I'd slip back and because of my chemical imbalance. And so... I actually needed medication to get myself back to neutral wow. and feel like a normal, not, I don't know what normal is, but I felt like I could just, the noise would just reduce. And now, honestly, I, I can't express how important it is to talk to people and check in with, it. Check in with yourself and be honest and be open. Like, mm. I'm not afraid to say that I have these problems at all because I really don't think I'm the only person. Do you I meditate? Think, I did. I did a meditation course in February. Oh, wow. I did the 21-day chakra. That was good. Yeah. And it really helped. But I don't... I'm not a meditator in terms of, like, I don't get up religiously every day and meditate. I When's pray, your birthday? Uh, 11th of April. I'm the 7th of April. Oh, yeah. You sound very similar to me. I get angry and I get anxiety. Yeah, we're and Aries. We're Aries yeah. and it's like you really feel, especially like I'd get, my heart would go a little bit. Oh, yeah, you feel palpitations. Like, yeah, yeah, palpitations and you feel so. Once you feel that, once you see that red light, that, it's like yeah. a thermometer, I describe yeah. myself. You know, you feel yourself heating up yeah. and you get to that point and there's no turning back. Yeah. And my therapist would be like, don't get to four out of ten. I'm like, well, I'm at eight, so <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where that's to go That's so here. good that you checked in with yourself, though. I think that's really, really important during this time as well. And there's no like, shame in it, you know. Yeah. There, there, was, there was a stigma. I had this stigma as well. With, there was a little bit of shame and, you know, I, I didn't. I wanted to do it on my own. And actually, I said to my psychiatrist the other day, I was like, can I just stay on these meds forever? Because I, I feel great. Yeah. And she said, if you're happy on them, it's fine. So wow. I was like, great, because I've no side effects, no, no weight loss, no weight gain. They're fine mm. if I want to get pregnant on. Perfect. You know, so I'm like, yeah. I like this person mm. I could really get on board with this person yeah didn't like that other person so I'd like to just say yeah. you know as soon as lockdown hit we were all like everyone oh, freaked out yeah. you know people are still freaking out oh my gosh people, have, people <sighs> some people haven't had help you know from the government especially new freelancers my mum's a new freelancer and she's not had any help and it's it's so sad it's so sad I think mental health at the moment is definitely rising you know in what's going on in the world at the moment and I just think as long as you can keep yourself in a position where you are content mm -hmm. and happy with the way things are going even if they're not going to your liking mm -hmm. then that is a good place to start mm -hmm. because if you can make a positive out of a negative it keeps that drive mm -hmm. you know it keeps you going if you just wallow in self-pity or wallow in 
self-doubt or anything, mm -hmm. that's when you become stagnant. And that's where you're going to attract, I, I believe in the law of attraction. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I mentioned, but I also, I believe in God, I pray, but very silently to myself. I don't like make it known, but mm -hmm. you know, I think law of attraction is really important. Whatever it is that keeps you sort of on that focus, do it. Yeah. And it doesn't matter what it is, mm -hmm. just do it. <laughs> is there any books you read? That you love. I'm so bad, I don't read. Really? Do you know what? I've only read like 50 Shades of Grey. <laughs> How was that? Did you enjoy it? I, I loved it. Guess the passion goes. All the passion, <laughs> yeah. Um, I really love this book called Rhonda Byrne, and there's another. I have read one, and I'm reading one at the moment actually. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm so bad, but I haven't picked it up since like June. Mm -hmm. But I'm reading Me and White Supremacy. Oh, I've heard about this. Yeah. Wow. Because I need to educate myself more. Well done. Yeah, I do. And being a Jewish lady as well, yeah. you know, I, I understand some aspects of, you know, racism that we've experienced and stuff, but I need to definitely brush myself up on... It's really sad, like, that racism. we're still living with this as well. Yeah. I find that... Um, and considering, you know, I have so many black friends, mm -hmm. brown friends, Asian friends, I have... One thing I do have to point out is... You know, when, when I hear my white friends say, I don't see colour, I'm like, well, I, I do see colour. Because if you don't see colour, then mm -hmm. you don't see their heritage, you don't yeah. see where they've come from, you don't acknowledge their background. So you do have to see it, yeah. but it doesn't define... It doesn't define... Skin colour doesn't define who you are. No. Um, you know, so it's... Yeah, I'm just brushing up on that at the moment, and it's good because it... You know, you can make little notes at the end, and yeah. it's got questions. So you do read? Well, I haven't picked it up since June, so this has actually reminded me to pick it up yeah. again because it's sitting in my dressing room, and I look at it, and I'm like, I need to read another chapter. So one chapter a week I'll give myself because I'm yeah. so slow at reading. Another book I've read is You Can Heal Your Life by Louise Hay. Oh, wow. And that is an amazing... When I was going through a terrible breakup um, when I was younger, and I was just in a really sore state of mind and just really worries me someone recommended this book and i picked it up and i did not put it down yeah and it was one of those where i really got hooked in so it's, it's a great book if anyone's interested in healing <laughs> self-help books you can heal your life by louise hay it's a good one so what is selena going to be in 2021 what is the goals you made a mood board. Have you got some goals you want to reach that you were like, this is what I'm going to do? Do you know what? Everyone's talking about goals. And I've got a goal, but this goal changes all the time. Mm -hmm. So I'm not, I don't like to set goals and like try and get there because goals change. So I just, I know where I want to go to, which is obviously I want to be an artist. I want to write my mm -hmm. own songs. I want to do my own releases. I'm just going to leave it there mm -hmm. because you never know where it's going to take you. I could, you know, I could be a presenter or something, yeah. you know. So I wouldn't say no to anything or, um, as it, well, I would say no to some things. But <laughs> if a presenting job, for example, came up, then yeah. I would love to do that. Yeah. So I am going to work mm -hmm. on my own stuff next year. And um, we're in talks at the moment about it. So it's really exciting stuff. And I will be releasing my own stuff. But at the moment, I'm just going to keep writing, keep featuring, mm -hmm. hopefully get on a big feature, and we'll see from there. Well, I have no doubt you'll do that because you are nine tracks down in 2020. <laughs> so 2021, so can't when, we're, when the engine's running again with the world, <laughs> I feel like you're going to do very, very well. Yeah, and I feel like I you are so. already you. smashing it, obviously. And whatever it is will be the right thing for me. So I'll just... 
have faith Whatever in that. Whatever happens, happens, and as long as yeah. you work hard. Exactly. You should read quickly. Four Agreements, Miguel Ruiz. Ooh, Four Agreements. It's honestly one of the best books and Four also... Four Agreements. Jen Sincero does a wicked book, You Are a Badass. Okay. How to Stop Doubting Yourself, Your Greatness, and Start Living an Awesome Life. So, thank you very much. Thanks for coming. Oh my god, thank you for having me. It's my second podcast. Yay! Live stream thing. Is it a podcast? It's a podcast. Yes. Yes. Anyway, guys, thanks for tuning in. Thank you so much. We still are on Instagram Live. However, we're sorry that the camera stops working, which is very weird because I charged the battery, so I don't know why it died on me like that. However, see you soon. Bye. Thank you for the continued support in Jagged Jungle with Series 2. It honestly means the world. And I can't express how much I appreciate your likes, shares and comments on my music. It makes it all worthwhile. Inspired by the love from the community, if you liked what you heard today on Jagged Jungle, like, comment and share with friends and invite them to escape to my Jagged Jungle. Sharing special interviews with respected global and underground DJs. I feel blessed to share these important moments with you, so thank you for subscribing. Love, Jaylee. <laughs>